love doesn't show up well with ledgers and keep records. That's not what relationships are about. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. Well, as it turns out, this is going to end up being a part two of Love Shows Up, but it's going to be a more practical side of Love Shows Up, I believe. So Steve is back with me. Hey, Steve. Hey, Susan. Still just, here. No, no, we okay. just can't get enough of you oh, at the brother. Tangible Truth okay. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> It's true. It's true. You did a great job last week, and so we had to have you back. As a matter of fact, you ended with a fantastic quote, and we've got to start with that one. You remember what it was? Uh, Something to the effect, I think, that, you know, if you're having trouble loving or showing love, Mm -hmm. then uh, think about someone that's shown you love before that had a big impact on you and imitate that. That's exactly Uh, right. So, it and it may not come natural, but... Sometimes you have to start practicing some things to kind of get good at it. So uh, I, that's that's the thing, I think, just uh, uh, trying to emulate and imitate love that's been shown to you. And I think, unfortunately, for there's a good many people that never felt like they've received that, maybe. Right. A uh, lot. That's, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But I think it's true. Or maybe it's been so long since they've received any themselves mm-hmm. that it's a little hard to break out of a hard crust to, um, you know, reach out to someone else. They don't know how. Right. Yeah. Yes. But they want to. Yes. And so to to do that, to watch and see how it's done, and then uh, to learn, by example, mm-hmm. is a beautiful way to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Carrie had made up uh, another point. You know, if you want to be a great, uh, or if you would love to learn, I should say, if you've got the want to's, <laughs> yes. as I call it, if you want to be learn to be a good mom, look around for for really good moms and try to emulate uh, what you see. And the same for if you want to be a good friend, you know, observe good friendships and and ask to learn uh, right. how to be a good friend, etc. So. It's kind of on those same lines. Ask to be mentored. Yes, yes. How many have we mentored in our years, you know? And it's such a privilege to mentor. Uh, It's scriptural to do that, and it's such a privilege. I always end up learning. (laughs) I feel like, you know, more than I give. I mean, they always say they learn more, and I'm, I'm learning from them. So it's always such a wonderful experience to mentor. So, yeah. Well, you know, for some people, they, it may feel very un, unnatural to them, not natural at all, but it doesn't mean that there's still not the benefit to the other person that mm-hmm. you're showing up for. Mm-hmm. But I do think, you know, there's a bit of a caution in here, too, that you can, you can do a lot of nice things for people and have completely wrong motives. Mm-hmm. That's not love. It may, it's not love it, showing up. It might be a nice gesture, but I think, again, as we talked about, if you're really, 
I wouldn't say necessarily work hard, but if you're really trying to connect well with that other person, whatever you do is going to be more meaningful. It's going to be longer lasting. Uh, It's going to have a greater effect. Yeah, I think what we were talking about was you need to look at the motive behind what you do, because what does God look at? He looks at our heart. You know, he looks at our heart. And so that's what we need to do. Why are we doing what we're doing? So I think the funny example that I used was like if you stomped in the house and said, here's your latte, uh, you know, that's not a good motive, right? And Love so, you. See you. Bye. Yeah. That's not love showing up. That, no. That's not love showing up. So, but I know your motive behind uh, you going and standing in line at Onyx sometimes and on a Saturday morning and bringing me home my latte. And it's because you know that I love it and you're sacrificing your time to do that for me. And it means so much to me. I know that. And uh, so that is pure motive right there. So that's the motive behind what you do. And it spells love to me. So look at the motive behind why you're doing what you're doing, because that's exactly what God does. He looks at our motive. Why are we doing what we're doing? Right. You know, it reminds me of the, we've used this in the past, not on the podcast necessarily, but, you know, how do you turn a duty into a delight? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's like sometimes you have to start just practicing some things mm-hmm. until it becomes delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so going back to First Corinthians 13, mm-hmm. I think there are some checks in there about what love is not. Mm. And so as you're maybe developing the depth of your love, mm-hmm. there are some things to kind of self-check yourself on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, love is patient. Mm-hmm. Love is kind. Mm-hmm. Love does not envy. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be easy to do something for someone else, but be envious, you know, what you're celebrating them with or what you're trying to comfort them with, if it's not happened to you, you can mm-hmm. be a little envious that, well, no one ever did this for me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't envy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not boastful. Mm-hmm. Look what I did mm-hmm. for them. You're not looking for something in return. Remember our definition of love, I think, that we start, started with. Yes. It's not arrogant. Mm-hmm. It's not rude. Mm-hmm. It's not self-seeking. It's not irritable. Mm-hmm. Here's your latte. Yeah. You know. But, mm-hmm. hey, Susan, your latte's here. Mm-hmm. Now I've got to run, or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't keep a record of wrongs. None of those are easy mm-hmm. all the time. No. But they're, they're lofty goals to search and seek after all the time. Yes, it's not a ledger. Love and ledger don't go together. Hmm. Uh, a ledger you and sound a, like a therapist. Uh-huh. I do. A ledger, I always tell my clients, a ledger and a list are great at the grocery store. They don't work well in relationships. Um, And so we want to keep away from that. Love doesn't show up well with ledgers and keep records. Uh, That's not what what relationships are about. I'm glad glad you read that one out loud Mm -hmm. for the listeners because it's very important. Human nature wants to keep a ledger. Yes. That's what human nature wants to know. It's why mm-hmm. we need Jesus. That's exactly right. That's why we need Jesus, because we can't have love showing up with a ledger. I promise you. I pro- yeah. promise you as a therapist. Uh, My dad always used to say, now, act nice and not natural. 
That's funny. Because, you know, our our nature yeah. will take us the wrong direction yeah, or uh, the lesser direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we need to be more than nice, too. Mm-hmm. So we need to love. Yes, absolutely. And it goes back to our motive that we were talking about just a while ago. What's our motive? What is our heart? It always goes to heart. What is our heart? And so, because out of our heart, you know, where our treasure is, that's what's going to come out. So I think, you know, practically speaking, that's what we have to examine. I call them, when I when I say examine, I call them mirror moments with God. I'm going to look and say, okay, God, where where's my heart here? How am I doing? Is something going on? What do I need to do with this person? All of those questions, I want to be pure of heart, and then I want Him to guide me. As you said earlier, some people that have never experienced that kind of love uh, to emulate someone uh, is a wonderful idea to, to observe others doing it well. For a believer to emulate Jesus, to read Scripture, to see how He loved well is the very best way to learn about love, just to read Scripture and to see how Jesus loved well. I started last week's podcast talking about meeting people where they are. If you don't know, just sitting with people, you know, and not trying to correct or anything, just sitting with people and like, I'm here for you. Just showing, like you've mentioned before, about being curious. Yes, you know, just sit with someone and be more interested in finding out about them mm-hmm. than them getting to know you. Right. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what we've done professionally all of our careers. Yes, both of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we sit and we try to find out about the other person. You sitting there as a therapist with a client or clients and me there with a patient. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're just wanting to find out about you mm-hmm. and what's going on and what are you feeling and what's hurting and you know what are your concerns and issues and that sort of thing what what do you find is some of the biggest hurdles for people to get over to to get to that to to be patient to be kind to not envy or boast or be arrogant or self-seeking what what seems to what do you have to work with people the most kind of get them over a hump, so to speak? Well, um, different things. There's a lot of different things. Family of origin issues mm-hmm. are big yeah. at the top of the list. Family of origin meaning? A family of origin is uh, we're all a product of where we came from. And so getting over uh, changing patterns where you, how you grew up. So family systems, family rules, and changing those, the desire to change a a new pattern, a new way, you know, you phrased it as getting over that, you know, somebody desiring change into a new pattern is a, it's actually a beautiful thing to, to embrace the things that were wonderful about their family of origin, but the desire to change those things that were not so wonderful without working through those and then the difficult if they're married and they're in a relationship to to learn how to have an emotional language to to do exactly what how I started the podcast to 
feel what they feel, to hurt when they hurt, to not have their own agenda, but see the to see the side of another human when it doesn't seem like they should, when they just want their way. So being other-focused when it doesn't seem right to be other-focused or it doesn't feel good, uh, but to learn that process of being selfless instead of selfish is a, is a hard process, but the desire to do it is a, is a beautiful thing. I've seen people, it is such a privilege to sit with people. It is amazing they, that people are here willing to work through the hard. It is amazing, and I highly, highly admire them for it. Everything from anxiety, depression, to broken relationships, woundedness, family wounds, abuse, that people live through what they've been through is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to tune up, but... Yeah. You know, the human spirit, it's, it's tough. It is. I mean, it can be crushed. It can be. But it's, it's tough, too, to come back from yes. things that the world can yes. throw at you and yes. try to stomp on you with. Yes, it's uh, also hopeful. Yeah. I know you were mentioning, you know, our son's father-in-law, Erwin uh, yes. McManus, said, talked about love is more powerful than hate. Yes, Erwin McManus is the lead pastor of Mosaic in Los Angeles. Oh, man, he's written, what, 17 books? He's amazing. Probably more, but yeah. Yeah, he's a wordsmith is what he is. Um, And um, But he he did. He made that statement. Oh, I heard it years ago, but it just stuck in my head that love is more powerful than hate. And it, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound so profound, but it really is when you really, when you really pick it apart, because um, both as a therapist and you know when we talk about it, even as a physician, you know when you think about it, because love is so intentional, it has to be, because it involves such sacrifice for it to work. You know, for me as a believer, I see Jesus, I see Him. In my mind, the image of Jesus walking all the way to the cross to sacrifice for 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 me, for you, for mankind. You know, I see that the ultimate sacrifice, love. He is love, and in relationships, we're talking about love shows up, and we say, "I said the line in the article: it sacrifices for those that it serves," and that's what it does. You sacrifice for whoever you're serving. And and if you've never been served, you do, like you said, emulate someone and say, oh, this is how I love. But it involves sacrifice. And hate sometimes just involves anger and joining a, a bunch of people doing things. And sometimes they don't even know why they're doing it. It's just anger and hate and confusion. And God is not a God of confusion at all. He's not a God of confusion or chaos. And hate a lot of times involves a lot of chaos. And God is a God of order and, and love 
and uh, connection. And so it's a, when you think about that statement about how much more powerful it is than hate, I believe it's because of God's full connection and order and intentionality and sacrifice. That's a lot of effort to sacrifice, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and to me, it, you know, hate is, have, is trying to have its own way. Mm-hmm. So it is the very opposite of love. Totally. And, you know, it, uh, so it's often more obvious, it seems, hate is. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's louder. It, 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 yeah, it's louder. <laughs> it gets the attention, it, mm-hmm. you, you may think. But to me, and if you look at it kind of scripturally, it's, it's just like the difference between light and dark. Mm-hmm. Darkness cannot overcome light. Mm-mm. And True. so True. love overcomes hate. It's stronger than hate. Mm-hmm. It may not seem like that a lot of times, mm-hmm. but ultimately uh, it is because God is love mm-hmm. and Jesus displayed it for us. Mm-hmm. He gave it all for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you were trying to or did teach the grandkids in honey camp about, mm-hmm. you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Jesus was saying in the second that's mm-hmm. similar to that is love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. So we're bent on mm-hmm. loving ourselves. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we can take that and turn it toward our neighbor, mm-hmm. then then we're really getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing, you know, when when Jesus was telling that story, uh, even at the end of the Good Samaritan story, you know, mm-hmm. he's asking, so who, who do you think was the neighbor? We're not talking about those that you're acquainted with necessarily. We're not talking about those that live in the same group of homes in a city that mm-hmm. you are. Those are neighbors, yes, but... The way I look at it is, to whom do you make yourself a neighbor? Mm-hmm. Yes, excellent. Yeah, so, That's so it's, true. it's us reaching out mm-hmm. um, and kind of meeting people where they are, getting back mm-hmm. to where it all started, I guess, last week. I would tell people, you know, we Bible talks about beauty from ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I sometimes, you know, part of my work through the years was a pediatrician, too, mm-hmm. and... You just wondered, you know, some kids just never had a chance. Mm, mm, mm. The situation they grew up in and to see, again, that human spirit that overcomes some of those things Mm -hmm. is so inspiring. And so if anyone's out there listening, don't give up. Mm. Try to find a few things to do Mm. that you think are lovely Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just practice at it. Mm And don't let your family of origin and mm-hmm. your past define you. Mm-hmm. Define you. Uh, you know, reach out to Jesus, emulate Him. If no one else, mm-hmm. learn about Him, find out about Him, follow Him, mm-hmm. ask Him. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's beautiful. That's uh, that's a wonderful way to end the podcast. Actually, that's where love shows up is with Him. Mm-hmm. That's where love shows up, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome, Susan. Yeah, thank you.
I appreciate you so much. I really, really do for so many reasons, but I really appreciate your wisdom on the podcast. And listeners, thank you so much again for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. If you did not hear Love Shows Up last week, please go back and listen to Love Shows Up from last week. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.